Hello and Long welcome to radio. Hot Dog Vendor Radio, live on the air with me, Ben, Rob, and Jason. And um, tonight we have a fantastic show planned. <laughs> said we had 30 seconds um, before the show, and then um, I hit a wrong button. And so we are um, here live, and I've got uh, Rob and Jason with me tonight. I'm excited because, uh, you know, Rob uh, played hooky on us last week. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know the truth. It stinks getting older, doesn't it? Well, I... Um... Yeah, yeah. Hey, the good thing about senility is you can forget about it. You meet new people every day. <laughs> That's the truth. Oh, my goodness. Well, um, I wanted to go through. I missed you fellas, though. Do what? I missed you fellas, though. Hey, we missed you, I promise. Um, when I realized that I had forgotten, I said, you know, I miss doing the show, and I'm, I'm upset. I don't like that. But uh, I got busy, family, work. Stuff, that kind of thing, and it just slipped in my mind. So anyway, <laughs> back here, live and in color. Well, we're glad to have you back. The the um, chat room is open tonight, so if you want to go over to the chat room, it should be right there on your screen. If you are logged into the um, the what is it called the learnhotdogs.com forward slash radio. If you will log in there, you can chat and and chit and do all that right there. I think there's about 10 people in there right now, all together total. And the chat room was busy last week. Um, It was getting busier, and eventually to get back to where it was before I um, monkey-wrenched it all up. And so we also still have the number you can dial in on at... Um, 
248-258-9364. Now, that is not the listener feedback line. That's the line to either listen to the show if you don't have Internet service, or you can call in at, to that number and press option one and talk to us live. Um, we'll answer questions and do stuff like that. And hey, what uh, number do I call in to listen to the show? Um, you call in um, the same one you used last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Darn, I oh, keep boy. missing the show. I, I keep, uh, you know, I never listen to it. That's the bad part. So. <laughs> well, you oh, wait a minute. I am part of the show. All you right. listen to the thing every week. I knew I was wanting to listen to the show, but there's a reason why I wasn't doing that. All right, I got you. I'm back on track. No yeah. I'll be all right. That's right. Spike at Lemonade. We have... Um, I have gotten so many emails in the last four or five days. I guess it started Thursday, last Thursday, about the 13-year-old boy in Holland, Michigan, and his plight to get a hot dog cart going. Apparently, that family has um, more problems than just a hot dog cart, but they are now homeless. The mom and the son are. The um, the dad's at a um, five-star government resort and uh, was picked up by the U.S. Marshals. Um, for what we don't know, they haven't released that. Um, and it says, it, even one of the articles somebody sent me, it said, allegedly arrested. So, Well, I, that looked like a mug shot. I don't think that was a glamour shot that I saw. So either he's been arrested in the past, or that's a recent one. So I don't think that's a glamour shot. It may be his Facebook photo. Some people will swing that way. <laughs> um I am not sure what the deal is there, and nor does that bother me as far as the what the deal is with the dad. What bothers me is this um, son, as you know, on the blog over at LearnHotDogs.com, I did a little story about um, – I basically went on a rant. It wasn't a story. I was ticked off, and I, I went on a little rant. Well, since then, he got to operate Friday and Saturday. The company that bought his hot dog cart so that he'd get his money back um, went in fifty fifty with him and let him operate according to the news webs. But then now I hear he's homeless completely and um and there are fundraisers being done. They have a website for him and somebody created an Indiegogo, um, which y'all all should know about. We talked about it a week or two ago. Um campaign. And so they went to Indiegogo, they created a campaign and they're, they have gotten going. There's also someone emailed me. No, they didn't. They called into the, the listener feedback line and left me a message. And they said, please don't use my audio for the show, but you can tell them this. There's a website called GoFundMe. And um, you can go to GoFundMe.com, and it's another way to raise money for anything you want. And and there's lots of people out there. There's success stories built all around this. And if you're just starting out, I would encourage you to possibly use one of those programs. Indiegogo is a neat one. Um, if you go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash bear, B-E-A-R, and, and read that article, and you can click on the video and stuff, you will see one of our fellow vendors who has already got his cart, but he's just now – you know, going through the licensing and all that stuff, he had already done all of his due diligence, so he was very well prepared. But he was 
cash strapped. He was begging, borrowing, stealing money to get going. And, and now he's, I was kidding about stealing, but he was doing all that. So he created this Indiegogo page. And if you go to the page at learnhotdogs.com forward slash bear, you can chip in, add, help him out. Um, I would be tickled pink. We had some vendors that are listeners on the show. One from Afghanistan did a sizable donation. Um, but a lot of people donated. And even if they only donated a dollar, um, whatever they could afford. So I would be just tickled pink if any of y'all would take the two minutes out and go put a dollar in. We had over 2,000 downloads of this show in the last six days, the show from last week. So in six days, over 2,000 people, if 2,000 would have donated a dollar, we he'd be sitting in high cotton. And so I would encourage any of y'all to go over there to learnhotdogs.com forward slash bear and help him out, help a brother out, as as we say. Um, I guess we say. It sounded good. I've heard my kids say that, help a brother out. Um, my son asked me for $20 and go, can you help a brother out? <laughs> so, oh, golly, I don't know what I'd do without kids. Um, I'd probably eat out a lot more, and um, I wouldn't wear holy jeans. Um, let's see. Yeah, you haven't heard, which I'd be surprised, about the feedback line. It has gotten pretty busy, and I'm excited about it. People have submitted things for me to do and talk about and, and try to get people on the show. And but some people have just you know called in to say thanks. Um, but all you do is go to learnhotdogs.com forward slash feedback. If you don't want to use that fancy fangdangled um, internet um, um, whatever, do, do my higger thing, if you will, just call 615-296-0384. That's 615-296-0384. That is Rob's private number. And if you call that number, you can talk to Rob. Rob, take your message down. And so, <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. What did you say about me? I was busy doing something. I heard my name on a number. I'm just kidding. That's not Rob's number, but it is. it is a number, and you will hear a familiar voice. Leave a message. It might get played on the radio, but um, I do appreciate all those that have called in and said thanks and 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 um, give us praise. Um, if it feels good. Um, now, I wanted to share something with y'all that some another vendor sent me. It's a website, and hopefully Brian is over there in the chat room. Do we know if he's in the chat room? Oh, yeah, he's there. Okay. The fastest fingers in the east. Um, he, um, fast color printing. Huh. Jason, what are you doing? Talking in your trailer or your toilet? It sounds like you got an echo. What's going on? In your shower? Not in your voice, I was trying. Oh, he's a clown. Oh. Got it on speaker. Still trying to finish cleaning up and just got back from football and you know. Uh, he's got a cigar in his mouth. He's kicked back having yeah. his wife and smoking a cigar. Oh God, I wish. Um okay, fastcolorprinting.com. This is a website someone sent me um 
that has two-sided, full-color, four-by-six postcards. That's two-sided, full-color. Four-by-six postcards, a 1000 for $44. And they will print them and ship them to you. And you can use those as business cards or customer loyalty cards or a number of things. Um, that would make a pretty business card, a four-by-six. That's what I use for the pizza company, man. They work really well. Well, I, I like them. I know we've put your, your pictures up before on the blog. The I just think that's a neat idea is that you hand somebody that. It's, it's, it's definitely not going in their Rolodex. And so it may get pinned up on a fridge. Um, I did an interview with another vendor um, that isn't up on the um, blog yet that he does some unique stuff with inexpensive advertising like that. And so we will try to get that up um, blah, 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 by the end of the week. So um, the next site I want to tell you about, did Brian get that fastcolorprinting.com? He probably did. Um, if, uh, I think he's slacking. If you hear of anyone else, um, now they're not an affiliate of ours. They're not anything. It was just a vendor told us about it, and I'm thankful to that vendor for telling us about it. Um, the And anytime you have a suggestion or anything, call into the listener feedback line. That actually came in through the listener feedback line, but it was so hard to understand I didn't play it. Um, but I couldn't. It was just staticky. But – there's another website called Wix.com, W-I-X.com, and this came from Listener Feedback Line, and another one that was very short in the in the message, um, no name was left, but it said it was a cool place to do free websites. So I did go over and check it out um, right before the show, and it looks pretty cool. They have all these um, sample pages, and they give you – anybody can do it. If you can click buttons on a mouse, you can design a website. I went to some sample sites. It was pretty neat. So that's Wix, W-I-X.com. Check that out. That may be an option for you to start your first website for your business and at least have a place to send people to. If you cater or whatever, you could put your website on your business card or your magnet or your 4 by 6 and say, you know, go here. I list all my menu, my options, my prices, the drop-off service, everything we do. It's right here. Well, the website is hosted and everything for free. There's no catches and gimmicks until you get into their big glorified sites, which you may not need. Um, I did see something cool this week. Um, if y'all saw the interview, or I saw it, if you um, – Listen to the interview I did with um, uh, mess, no, not messy dogs. My goodness, I'm losing my Moncrief Williams from Tennessee. Um, been in corporate sales for 25 years. Left a huge job of 15 years to vend hot dogs. And if you listen to that, he if you look at that blog article at learnhotdogs.com, he gives you the um, the website that his website, and it's a one-page website, and it's a company that specializes in one-page websites. 
but it is super cool. It's got clouds floating by, and it's not generic looking. It is very attractive website with its menu items and its services. It is fancy. I like it. And um, apparently it's inexpensive. I don't know the cost. Um, so there, I've given you two tonight. That's just fantastic. Yeah, uh, I'll give links up now. All right. Uh, Davidson, Davidson Printing. Uh, those are the folks that do my rack card that I use. I go a little bigger than a standard um, postcard. But uh, Ron and Heidi over there at Davidson Printing, real good folks, uh, real good to work with, and they can um, do you a sure. nice full-color, glossy rack card or even postcards or whatever. I don't know. Um how the prices compare to other. I just know they're good folks and do a good job and you might want to check them out. They do my my stuff so they know a little bit about the hot dog business and what kind of would go into one of the uh, pieces of material that you would need. So, But anyway, look those folks up, davidsonprinting.com. Davidsonprinting.com. Um, tell them Rob sent you, get 50% off. That's Rob Thomason. That's 98% off. 98% off, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, folks. Don't be calling. Hey, Ben, are they still forwarding the bill to Rob, too? Yeah, I think so. I think you can have it bill to Rob, because Rob doesn't mind 2%. Wow. I've got to get some more cards. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm going to buy everybody some cards. <laughs> everybody, cards are on Rob. I'm gonna let all three of us need to get out of the hot dog business and uh, become a uh, bunch of liar business. Yeah, a bunch of uh, uh, yeah. We need to get out of the hot dog business and become dot uh, com. Become uh, a uh, median. We're, we're doing real well. <laughs> hey, um, I need to Rob. I know that you have something to share about. Um, well, never mind. They left. There was somebody on hold, and I was fixing to get them. I mean, I was seconds away from picking them up, and they're gone. Please call back. Um, we'll wait on them. Anyway, let's let's take a short break, just a little tiny break, and we'll be back. Rob's got some cool stuff to share with us. Want to be hot snot on a silver platter instead of that cold booger on a paper plate? Then go to Ben'sCarts.com and check out the free training videos. Link to the blog and connect to the radio show. And it's all free only at Ben'sCarts.com. This here's a temple or the Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at BuildACart.com. BuildACart.com. You want to roll with a big dog? You need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build it yourself. BuildACart.com. You want to rock your world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. BuildACart.com. Bam. And just like that, we're back. Um, we have um, a caller on the line, but Rob, I'm going Yo. to go to the back line real quick and pick this up. If you would go ahead and share with everybody about how you're doing, what they're supposed to send you a picture and you're going to send them 100 bucks. 
Huh? Meet him again. I thought he was don't, gonna... don't, don't, don't quit your day job just yet. I thought he was going to hang up. Um, no, share some stuff, though, and I'd love it if you'd go ahead while I take this. What are we talking about? Uh, Craigslist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just want to give everybody a little bit of uh, where I'm at. Last show or a couple shows ago, we talked about uh, people running a Craigslist ad, uh, offering uh, pretty much promotional catering type stuff but really focusing on um, catering like, uh, or, or at least promotionals, uh, doing promotionals for like stores and uh, grand openings, that kind of thing. I told you guys uh, back, I, I did an ad. I've run an ad for quite a while now off and on, and um, I, I've gotten some business lately. One store, they have a chain of stores. They're all over. Um, they've given me about two grand worth of business in a matter of just two weeks. I just did one uh, the other day for them, um, and it was pretty much they called, and it was short notice. What I did was um, I normally charge four bucks for a hot dog chip and a drink if I was set up at a normal location. So what I did is I decided to do theirs, a uh, hot dog chip and a drink, three ninety five, because they asked, hey, we need 100 meals. So it's 395 bucks. And the time frame was from 11 to 2. Obviously, you get there about an hour before. It takes you about 30 minutes to break down once you get uh, at the end of the day. So it's a pretty short day um, with pretty good. Um, and matter of fact, I didn't give out near the 100 hot dogs uh, or meals. And I asked, well, hey, what do you mean to do with this stuff? I said, hey, we ain't going to use for it. You can take it with you. So I can't. The hot dogs that I didn't cook, obviously, I can keep, put them in the freezer, whatever I need to do. The chips drink, they'll hold over for quite a few months, so they'll obviously be used in the next uh, short while. The point of this is make sure, we talked about this a couple shows ago, make sure you're running an ad. Uh, another thing that I will tell you is I've changed my strategy. I used to do some of these promotional things for free if they just needed somebody to come out. Because what happens is, and I don't mean free if I was giving away product, a lot of times they want somebody out just to make it look busy, make it look festive, and I, you just sell your product like you normally would at a regular location. Here's the problem with that. I, I did this a couple weeks ago. I gave up one of my known locations that I normally would do on a Saturday and do X amount of dollars. Well, it, with the hopes that I would do well at this store promotional, well, for short is I did not do well. I did terrible, and I spent... Um, about seven hours at this store. It was from like, I don't know, nine to six or something, plus setup, plus cleanup, this, that, or the other. And I'm the type, I never burn a bridge if I can help it. And I set up and got through lunch, and it was, I knew where it was going, and it was going nowhere. And instead of packing up and, and getting ticked off and this and that, I went and worked the entire time they asked me to be there. And the reason I did that is because they're probably going to call me back. They're talking about doing these again. Well, what I'm going to do in the future from here on out is I'm going to charge people a flat minimum for me to come out. And say, yes, I would be glad to. Um, you can, you've got a couple different options. You can either uh, pay me flat $200 to come out plus I sell throughout the time you're, that I'm set up or – you buy a minimum of 100 meals at $3.95 a meal. Now, I could lose some business 
And that's okay because really if it doesn't, and I use this saying a lot, if it doesn't make dollars, it doesn't make sense. So I'm okay if the guy says, well, I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm not paying you 200 bucks, or I, I, I'll find somebody else. That's okay because I have a spot to set up. Now, what I'm telling you is if you're a new vendor or you don't have that luxury of having multiple locations to go set up, then you may have to take the good with the bad sometimes and go ahead and try the spot for free and just sell and see what happens. Me, I have the luxury of turning things down because I have good spots and good locations and multiple locations and different things I can do. You know, I've got locations that I can do at night if it's too hot during the day. I have uh, spots that I can do uh, if it's raining or whatever. So I'm fortunate to have enough. But uh, one thing, if you do have, if you're having to give up a known location that does X amount of dollars that you're comfortable with, there's no way in the world that at this point I would leave that without making them pay some minimums. Now, if you know, give an example, I've just got another deal that I'm going to do that I'm not charging because I attended it last year and um, the people had about 1,500 people there. That's totally different. If you know going into it that it's a good event and it's going to be uh, really well worth you doing it, then that's another thing. But if you're just finding some, I don't know, motorcycle shop or whatever that calls you at random and says, hey, come on out and set up, um, so forth, I wouldn't do it. But anyway, yeah, I, you're losing money if you're not going out here and really pushing uh, these promotionals and, and so forth, and you can put, you can make a lot of money in a short period of time, and you know you do one or two a month. And I'm trying to negotiate with this current store uh, where we can do a promotional one a week for about and rotate between six or eight stores. So you know that's guaranteed 400 bucks in one day. It's pretty good. So I would suggest everybody look into that and make sure that you uh, try uh, getting into that line of uh, uh, making sure you're doing that. So. Anyway, there's my little take on what I've been got going on in the past little while. Well, I like that. Um, I I missed most of it, but I like it. Coming from you, I know it's got to be good, and I'll have to play this over again to hear what you said. You have to listen to the show. You have to listen to the show. show. Um, Exactly. Someone had called in um, that was having issues trying to get into the chat room, and then um, we were trying to set up. We've got, I guess it is three moderators over there. I can't open up the chat room um, because of the um, my internet service will, you know, knock me off um, and cause us, you know, goat on a string sounds. So um, I wanted to talk about buns, hot steamy buns. Um, I wanted. Um, have, have y'all not listened to those podcasts that I open up? You know, we we got the new hot dog answer man uh, site forwarded to learnhotdogs.com. And so I open them now, these interviews, for Hot Dog Vendor Radio with um, a little ditty about hot steamy buns. And, and um, so that's where I, I got that from. I, I stole it from myself to use over here on the live show. But I wanted to um, to talk to people about buns. If any of you listening, you have had to, if you're American, breathing, um, been alive more than 30 days, been to Crystal's or White Castle Burger, please tell me you have. I'm going to take that silence as a yes. Um, 
So you've been to these places, and there is nothing better to me than eating that little tiny burger with that steamed bun. And if you've had a hot dog with a plain old room temperature bun, and then you have a hot dog with a steamed bun, there is a world of difference. The bread comes alive in your mouth. It just tastes like fireworks to me in my mouth. This beautiful, white, bleached, health-conscious bread just jumps in your mouth when it's got a good hot dog in it. And so you can take a good hot dog and put it in a crappy bun, and you are serving crap. And so I wanted to talk to you all a little about serving the right buns. Test them. There are buns that do better under steam. There's some buns that will turn to mush in seconds. Some buns will actually dry out in steam. They will get crusty. So if you are operating a cart and you're not steaming your buns in one form or fashion, please do. And let me tell you, I've put up some new videos and I should have done a short link for this one. But if you go to, hopefully Brian's got writing this one down, learnhotdogs.com forward slash bonus videos. One word, bonus videos. Um, you say it fast, it's one word, bonus videos. And if you go to there, I've got a bunch of new videos that I added that have been around, but people can't find them or, you know, they get lost down pages and blogs from, you know, 200 blogs ago. And I show you different methods for doing that. But the point of it is, is even if you don't have the space to really steam a whole pan of buns, steam them one at a time, steam them two at a time. If you have rapid steam going, which I talk about in those videos, you can throw a couple buns in there, steam them, and go. Sometimes the sun will steam them in the bag, and that's just as good because all you're looking for is to get that moisture juices flowing. You want your buns to be medium rare is the bottom line. You don't want them to be well done, and you don't want them to be um, mushy. You want them to be medium. And it will make all the difference in the world when you're serving um, to your customers. If you are serving something just absolutely out of this world, they'll put it in their mouth and they'll go, that is the best hot dog I've ever had. And you will get that. Rob, you steam your buns? I sort of. So, I steam mine by solar. Solar, yeah. I keep, yeah, well, I keep them in the bag and I put them in the sun. And they'll literally, the bag will get wet if you leave them sitting out too long. Um, in the wintertime, I actually use a heat lamp with a the brown heat lamp-looking thing. I used to put for um, years ago for, I guess, tanning. But uh, for whatever they use, uh, the heat. Uh, Remember chicken uh, lights. Chick- yeah, chicken lights, exactly. I, I didn't know if we had any uh, non-country folks that would know what the heck we were talking about. <laughs> but, uh, what you uh, used to uh, uh, keep your biddies warm. but. Uh, I uh, uh, I take a wet towel and lay over my buns and then take this heat lamp thing and put over the top of the buns and, and do that in the wintertime if it's really cold. But usually even in the winter, if it's uh, mild out, uh, the sun will still get to them, and, and that's how I steam mine. 
A couple of tricks I've learned with um, buns, if you're not going to actually steam them, when you buy them, you'll notice, and even with my brand of buns, and I've switched brands recently, um, the lighter the color of the bun, the better. The darker the bun, the quicker it starts getting crusty feeling and tasting and all that. Um, So I try buying the lightest run of packages. I'll sort through and look and find all the ones that are real light colored. Oh, I'm picky. I'm picky, picky when I buy the buns. I am too. Um, so they have to be very soft and they have to be light colored. They can't be dark. And I find that the lighter the color, the better they are. Um, the uh, the darker ones, that edge gets kind of crusty feeling, tasting, you know what I'm talking about? Um, but the outer skin, I call it. But if they're lighter, they will not do that. The bun just actually gets soft. Um, but anyway, that's that's kind of my take with the buns. I um, uh, do that. So, uh, you know, I tried steaming, but prefer that method. Jason, walk across the room over to your phone and um, tell us tell us about <laughs> your buns. <laughs> well, uh, we don't really steam them. I mean, lately it's been so damn hot here, just in the bag with a little bit of sun through the windows, falling in the trailer. But, uh and I think you got pictures of the buns we use up there on the top of the uh, the show here. I think Jason, I think I said doggies now. You have beautiful buns, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? If somebody turned into this show, they'd they'd think, "Oh my God, I dialed into the porn show." Um, it's gay porn. Um, yeah. no, you are listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio, and um, we're glad you joined us. And we're talking live right now with Jason Brown. Um, and Jason, tell us, um, so you don't ever throw them in the steamer, you just use the sun, right? Uh, sometimes, I mean, if it was cold, we'd use the steamer, but I mean, lately, it's just been so damn humid here that, um, just in the bag and the trailer, they've actually been fine. I mean, I, I get buns fresh every day, um, like I drop them off about five thirty, six o'clock, and, oh. you know, we're serving at 10, so I mean, you yeah, know, they're so, you got so soft. Yeah. I- I have to drive quite a ways to get buns, and so there, you know, I buy enough that I can freeze, and I don't double freeze them. I just freeze them once, but and and I've had good success with them, the Sarah Lee ones. But there's other brands that if I could get them fresh daily, I would use them. Um, we have, I don't know if I guess it's everywhere. Wonder Bread, Wonder, oh, yeah, um, and I love their buns, but if they if they get too far, not out of date, but just too far along, two, three days, um, they tend to don't hold up good in the steam table. So I, um, I've i learned to, if I need to steam them, I throw them in there just for a second, and I, you know, about 20 seconds, and I pull them out, and I only steam them as I need them because it doesn't take long. And so as I'm taking their order, I can throw a couple buns in there. And if I take one out, I throw another one in there. So it's an easy process. Um, I do mostly in the sun, and I've got a video over there, that um, link I gave a little bit ago about doing it in the sun. I actually show me doing it in the sun. And not doing it, doing it, but, you know, steaming buns in the sun. I'm going to have to make a new song. Where's Rob Harper when we need him? He's supposed to come up with some ditty. I could see steaming buns in the sun. Um, Man. I need to copyright that. Um, so I, I do like your style bun. Is it a top cut bun? Like a, a side? How is it? Oh, you mean like a New England? 
No, yeah. we, we slice them on the side just like a cheesesteak. Okay. I mean, it's it's shaped like a hot dog roll, but it's it's the skin on the outside and the inside are more like a, a Philly cheesesteak roll. And uh, the customers just absolutely go nuts for it. It's a good-looking bun. Is it real? It, like a cheesesteak roll is typically a tougher bread. Is that a tough bread that you're using? Not quite. I mean, it's not like an Amoroso roll out of Philly. It's um, made by a local bakery here. It's been around for years. And uh, I'd almost say it's more of like a chewy-style roll. But, man, does it hold up to, like, chili dogs or, you know, the game sausage. Um, right. You just can't beat it. You know, your fingers don't go through it. Customers just go absolutely nuts for it. And, in fact, for uh, – they're also the ones that made that tomato pie for me to give away on customer appreciation day on Monday. Yeah, I saw the pictures to that. I wish that um, that that I had gotten those up on Pinterest or something so that you could see those. I did make a page over at the website of customer pictures, and I posted it on Facebook. And it's pictures customers have sent in. And as far as vendors, I say customers, vendors, because some of them aren't customers. And they've sent those in to us, and um, and some really pretty. There's there's a a lady that sent like four pictures in, and her display looks like she paid people that do Coca Cola um, steal ads to do it. It is beautiful display ads of her products. Um, so you may want to check those out. I think there's a link to it. There is a link to it from on the Facebook page at Facebook forward slash Ben's Carts. Um. Let's see, let's see. Let's um take a short break and we'll be right back. We'll finish up this bun conversation and we'll head on. <laughs> hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't. Available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. Do you like freebies and discounts? Then check out mymfva.org. You can get instant access to secrets that will supercharge your business. Gain instant eligibility to all MSVA-sponsored giveaways and much, much more. For more details, visit MyMSVA.org. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Contact the Mobile Food Vendors Association. Well, folks, um, we you are listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio Live. We do the show every Tuesday night. Um some nights our hosts are here, some nights they're not. Um, like last week, um, we won't mention any names, but um, but it starts with an R and ends with an OB. And he was missing in action, but usually we're all here. And we're here to take your call, answer questions. Um, we talk about anything to do with the food industry. Jason, Jason, as a matter of fact, is not what you would consider a hot dog vendor. He is like gourmet meat. Um, he does may exotic meat, and he does hot dogs, and he does a lemonade, and he's got a company called Lemonade Brothers that he did for his sons, 
And he has a neat operation. If you want to read more about him, go over to LearnHotDogs.com, and you'll see an article and stuff about him. That just a neat, a neat setup. So, if you are are operating and would like to come on the show and share some information or share tips or anything, we'd love to hear from you. Um, we welcome it. But we have been talking about buns, steamy. Uh, let me do this. Let me do this. How I did it today. Hot, steamy buns. <laughs> man, that really sounds bad, man. No, hot steamy buns. Um, well, actually, it goes something like the fact of, um, or to the to the to the tune of, is it doesn't matter if you're brand new or you have been slinging weenies in hot steamy buns for years. Uh, we can all learn something. Um, and it goes, that's the intro. And I wanted to, um, you know, to finish up on the buns, the bottom line is if you have a good bun you're using and would like to share it with others, please let us know. Call the listener feedback line or call in tonight at 424-258-9364. And let us know what you're using. It may be a brand Somebody could use if you've had good success with it. We'd love to know it. Um, if you noticed in all of Jason's um, ramblings a minute ago, he didn't land <laughs> <hand> with us. <laughs> it's secret. And um, so, if you don't want to share your brand, you don't have to. And we're not gonna make Jason feel bad because he wouldn't share. We're we're not gonna say a word. You know, I'm not. Well, they're just local. I mean, you know, it's it's Corp Police Bakery, but you know, I mean, they might ship overnight to you if you want. <laughs> I knew I that of him. Um, and hopefully, Brian's probably already pulled up the website and the IP address. And now, I think he's got. I think he must be drinking. He must be filling up his lemonade and vodka or something. Oh, I was teasing him a minute ago because he was kind of slow with that Facebook. You know, he's like, settle down, sausage boy. <laughs> He's typing with one hand tonight. The other hand is holding lemonade. Um, we're going to move on to a more, um, a more you know, manly discussion instead of hot steamy buns. We're going to move on to a question we got about shrinkage. Hi, Ben. It's Rob from Kannapolis, North Carolina, with Rolling Dogs. I'm having a little problem here with the, with my dogs. I am boiling. And then I'm sticking them over on the steamer side to keep them hot, but I'm getting some shrinkage out of it. Uh, what do you suggest I do, or am I doing something wrong? Uh, please let me know, buddy. Thanks. Bye. That was Rob from Kannapolis, North Carolina. I'm sure our Rob Thomason knows where that is. Yes. And um, he had a question about the meats shrinking. And... All I can tell him is, um, I was going to say something bad there. I'll just quit. Um, okay. <laughs> it's hard to give him any information without knowing what hot dog he's using, number well, one. Well, here, here's uh, the deal. The, the generic answer that will fit any situation where the meat shrink, and I have had the same issue on my cart with different sausages, and I was doing a taste test when I first started. It was my very first taste test. And I put in a type of hot dog during that test, and it shrunk up. Um, it looked like those little weenies they serve at parties. Not really, but it got really small compared to where it started. It 
started at like six inches, and then it ended up at like four and a half. Well, that looks ridiculous in a bun. And so you have to watch those things. My first tip of advice, or my first bit of advice, would be to not steam those meats. If if those meats are popular, don't steam them. Boil them, and don't ever put them back into the steamer. Only put them in the steamer just for a... I know that I contradicted myself. If if you have to put them in the steamer, it's only because you have a few left and you're going to start another batch in the hot water. Boiling. I like boiling. It doesn't work for all meats. You boil a really good sausage like these exotic meats that Jason's doing, and you'll probably ruin them. It will suck plate right out of them, and you'll end up with a uh, piece of meat that looks like um, roadkill after a week in the sun. And so, well, I think the biggest problem is, you know, I don't boil down. Do, when you say boil, do you actually? And I meant to ask you this a long time ago, but I just never came up again. When you, because you say you 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 always say you boil hot dogs. Now, does that mean you put them in the water, and the it, the water becomes boiling? To the point of bubbling and all that good stuff. Is that what you call boiling? Yes. Or, okay. I, I get my water boiling first. I add um, spice. Right. I add kind of like Hot Dog Mike and several others. They they spice them up first. The water right, right. saturate the water in flavor and a right. beer or whatever. And then I dump my dogs in. All right. And I boil them for about seven minutes if they're frozen, and then I turn them off. The fire. And they Let me just, tell you what I found. Um, if I boil my, and I use Nathan's, not no secret there. Everybody knows I use Nathan's. If I boil Nathan's um, to the point where they're actually the water's churning and it's actual boiling, and it, uh, it it blows them up, they get bloated, and then they shrink back down and they get small again, and usually smaller than when they started. So what I found was, and I kind of used the method that I guess. Um, um, his name leaves me. The guy at Hot Dog U. Yes, I know who you're talking Mark. about. Mark. Um, Mark. He talks about simmering hot dogs, um, and that's what I do. I put the my I put my water in my pan, and I go ahead and, and turn the heat on. It's not boiling or anything. It's just turning the heat on, and I throw the hot dogs in there, and I wait until it gets almost to a boil, where the water's kind of starting to move around a little bit, but not boiling, and then I pull them out. And then I have a pan, that's on direct heat. And I have a pan beside of that on indirect heat full of water also. And then I take the ones that got hot, and now it's in, and usually it'll keep them at about 140, 145 temperature. Perfect for the health department. They don't get bloated. They don't get um, uh, shrink, that kind of thing. That's what I do. Uh, I don't boil to the point of boil. Matter of fact, I always try making sure I catch myself to keep an eye on it so they don't go to a boil. A full bowl, um, but if it works for you, I, like I said, I know you use a different brand of hot dog, and I, I think it's got to do with the actual brands and what he's using and so it, forth. It does, it does, and he needs to try different things. Like right. I've been told, you know, I'm going to be switching brands, and the brand that I'm getting is Vienna, and Vienna, you, you really isn't a boil type dog. Right. You can, yeah, you're better steaming off of Vienna. Yeah, steam them, or and maybe even you know simmer simmering like you're talking about um i was trying you kept talking so fast i I wanted to just plug you there just for a second and go simmer down (laughs) simmer down simmer down down my dad used to say simmer down now 
And um, I didn't have a clue what he meant until I got a hot dog cart. Um, let's see. I just knew it meant I was going to have a knot on my head if I didn't shut up. Um, let's see. That was a question. Um, I hope that answered his question. That's Rob from, you know, people are going to think I make up the name Rob. I, we know so many Robs. And so we're going to call our Rob Ted from now on. And that way, when we, <laughs> when we get a caller, it'll be a little different. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? Hey, it works. <laughs> Anything but late for dinner, right? That's right. Okay. I don't have to read you all those commercials, though. <laughs> it's Ben, Ted, and Jason. <laughs> okay, average. Um, let's talk about average tickets. Um, Jason is big on this, and, and you know what? I, I feel honored to have a friend like Jason because it, it's neat because you've got these friends like Jason and Rob and, and Brian, and, and there's some good vendors out there. And if you are fortunate enough to build a relationship with any of these vendors, count yourself among the lucky because even though I've been doing this a long time and, and there are so many people with so much wisdom out there, and one thing that Jason does, and he does it right every time, is he – keeps up with his sales, and not just with, I made $396 in the last two hours. He knows that he served 51 people and that his average ticket price was $9.55. And when he says ticket, that means, you know, each bill. Like if a family of four come up and their bill was $51, that would be one bill. So he knows what each average bill is or average ticket is. And there is a value in that. And I'd love it, Jason, if you would explain how you keep up with that when you're busy by yourself, how you do that, the best method that you've come up with, and why you do it. Well, I just use the uh, guest checks. You know, I could see it at a diner, the thin paper ones. And uh, I just write down what it is, special elk, pheasant, whatever the dog is, whatever the drink is, lemonade, and I I total it, and then I drop it in my drawer, and then later that night, I'll total out, and I write down, uh, you know, the date, where I was in a ledger book, and uh, total sales, total credit card sales, number of tickets, and then the average, even though, like, that family of five might have been, or family of four might have been 55 bucks, I still, you know, I have sales that are 225 for a hot dog, so... I'll average them all out and see what the total is, and I keep track of it. And then I also have a little spot that I write if it rained or something like that just so I know, so I can look back on it later. And, uh, you know, I know there's a couple other guys. I know Kevin, I think, does it that way too. And it's not too bad because, you know, I keep the pad up there, and as they're talking, I'm writing, and then, you know, I jump right into making their stuff. And uh, do you, you know, know it's, it's really not bad. Do you know if SalesView has a – a program that keeps up with that stuff for you? Well, with SalesView, you can actually put your whole menu in. Um, Come back across the room to your phone. We lost you. Yeah, I'm still here. Um, on the iPad, you can actually have your whole menu up on the pad and you know hit the button as you're doing it, and you can even go to a wireless printer. I like that. I like that. 
So yeah, it's a little, it's a little it, harder on the phone to see your whole menu, at least for me. I mean, you know, right, I'd be right. punching all the wrong buttons on my phone, but on the iPad, it's actually a really nice setup. Yeah, I'd rather do it on an iPad, definitely. Um, but so if you, if for those that don't know what I was talking about with SalesView, SalesView is one of the Mobile Food Vendor Association partners, and they have a special program for vendors. And whether you're, you know, have a food truck or cart, whatever, they have a special program, and you get all of this um, amazing um, software. And you don't have to use it, but you can. And so if you're looking for software to run your hot dog business, this keeps up with everything. It even does payroll and pay as far as it keeps up with employee hours and all that stuff if you want it to. And it's free. Inventory, all kinds of reports, I mean, or you can just use it for credit cards. Yeah. So you don't have to, to learn it all. But if you are out there looking for software, I still like my yellow pads, and I, 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 um, I swear by them. I, I write my stuff down on yellow pads. And then I tear off sheets, and and if I make a mess, I can go over and transfer that information over and go, okay, this week I did this much, and this was the best day, and here's where I was, and I keep little notes. Um, Anyway, um, I I thank you for sharing that. What is the importance, Jason, what is the importance of knowing your average ticket? Um, I think just, you know, like seeing what it is at the winery compared to my daily location compared to the car show. Uh, it's just, you know, neat to see. Obviously, I know the days I sell more uh, game sausage. I mean, I probably sell seven or eight to one as far as dogs and Polish go. As far as game sausage, I sell eight of those every one or two hot dogs or right. Polish and things like that. Um, so those days are higher. And obviously, you know, at the winery, you know, it's a lot higher. Um, you know, there's there's times at the winery your average ticket is thirteen bucks. So, you know, it's just nice to see what it is and you know, you can also go back. I, I just take my tickets and fold them over and put a rubber band on them and uh, on the back I just kinda of write the same thing with date, the location, total, uh, number of tickets and average sale, you know, just in case I want to go back and really look at it, like, you know, okay, what did I sell the most of? Uh, you know, I should probably be breaking it down even further, but, you know, it's one of those things on the list of things to get done, but, you know, still haven't gone that far back on it. Right. I understand. I, I thank you for sharing that with us. We'll be right back, folks. In a world where no one cares. One man on a mission to help hot dog vendors worldwide. Boldly facing health inspectors everywhere. Ben? Providing tips and videos to help the less fortunate. It's HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. With Ben and Rob. Brought to you by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, welcome to the Space Dog Cantina. Can I take your order? Yeah, uh, two Space Dogs with ketchup. Did you say ketchup? Uh, yeah. You need to go to learnhotdogs.com and learn about Space Dog Etiquette. Hey, easy. Plus, 
You can watch the free training videos. I'll go. Link to the radio show. Radio and show. And check out the selection of used cars they have. Used cars? You can also sign up and earn points and get free stuff. Free stuff? Yeah. You think I paid for all this stuff? LearnHotDogs.com. The best wiener website in the galaxy. Well, 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 we are back on Hot Dog Vendor Radio Live, and I thank you all for joining us. And if you have a question or comment or would like to call into the show, it's 424-258-934. If you would like to join the chat with other vendors, um, new vendors, old vendors, um, young vendors, um, pretty vendors, skinny vendors, fat vendors, we're all here. And um, I think I met two of those criteria, or three. Old, fat, and pretty. So, <laughs> I um, I I thank y'all for listening. We had our record, a record-breaking um, week last week. In the last six days, over two thousand people downloaded the show. That's two thousand people downloaded the show, not counting the people that were there live. Um. And so I thank our listeners, and I thank those people who use the feedback line and call in. It all helps us all. Um, it gives us ideas for the show content, stuff like that. What we would like to do, we started. did we start this last week when Rob wasn't here, the mastermind? Yeah, we did a little bit at the end of the show. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're kind of talking to those folks. I forget where they're from, that guy. And girl, it's terrible. <laughs> You're going the wrong way with this. Don't say we did a little bit at the end of the show. That's it. Got to make it sound like Rob really missed out. I want him to go home tonight, feeling like, oh my gosh, what did I miss? And he gets he the iTunes version. <laughs> and by the way, folks, the iTunes version it's free. The BlackBerry version free. Zoom free. It's all free. There's no cost for it. You just download it. Um, you can even go to the website if you subscribe to RSS feeds or um, any of those things. You can click buttons. I don't know what it all means, but the people that help build the website know, do know. And apparently there's a lot of people that subscribe via RSS. And that stands for something. It's an acronym for something that means hot dog vendors are awesome. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> Let's talk. We we've covered buns and we've covered shrinkage and we've covered average <laughs> and we've covered websites and feedback and bears and thirteen year old vendors. And um I want to talk about um what's what you can do each week to to better your business. And whether you're new or have been for months and years, there's if you want different results, you know, I think it was Einstein that said um, the person or persons that ex- do the same thing over and over every day and expect different resu- results, that is the definition of insanity. You cannot do the same things over and over every day and expect different results. So... If you would like different results in your business, you may already be a success, but you may want to figure out ways to make more. 
or to be able to provide more or to give more. There's ways to do that. And there's lots of things we share in the show and on the blog and on the forums and other vendors share. So we need to um, – I'd like to put out a challenge, and I'd like to see what vendors um, can come up with something they change, try something over the next few weeks to a month or two, okay? And I'll even do you one better. Um, if you're listening and you're vending, whether you're new or been vending a while, and you change something and you write it down and you keep up with it, what that change meant to you, did that change bring you more money, we will take one of those people that did that and we will list them all, but we'll let people vote over at the blog at learnhotdogs.com and that person is going to receive five extra entries into the hot dog cart giveaway in December. I just made that up on the top of my head. So now we have another way for you to win the hot dog cart in December that's going to be given away before Christmas. Somebody is getting a brand new hot dog cart, um, stainless steel, shiny. This isn't the DIY cart. This is a complete cash cow cart. You will win it. And if you follow the blog in the next day or two, it may be tomorrow, you will see the opportunity for next year, which you can already join in on for the cart giveaway for next year. All of that um, provided through the Mobile Food Vendor Association, Ben'sCarts.com, LearnHotDogs.com, and the many partners and sponsors of the Mobile Food Vendor Association. So if you didn't catch that, try something new, um, whether it be – um, one of the mastermind ideas we come up with or a new sign idea or a new way to market yourself, any of those ideas, we don't care where it came from. Try something new. Give us the results. If you win, you will get five additional entries into the cart giveaway this December. So um, even if you don't need a cart, you're going to win a cart. Um do you all have anything to add there, Jason, Rob, about um, doing something different, being stuck in a rut, or even if you're happy and you're successful, what would be the reasons to go above and beyond to do something different? Well, just to try anything new. I mean, you know, you're serving the same old thing. I mean, customers do get tired eating the same thing. You know, bring in a different dog, bring in a jalapeno cheddar, bring in a game sausage, you know. Mix it up, see what happens. You, you know, you could get, you could be amazed by the result. I mean, I can't believe the way game sausages worked for me. You know, I thought it was just going to kind of be a little niche thing. Um, you know, and now it's basically our full time thing. Yeah, your 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 game sausage, which I, I don't know if y'all saw this. Can you, could you run down the list you did the other day? Um, of what was on the menu, because I want people to hear how your menu was worded. Okay. Uh, I have wild boar with garlic and marcella wine. I have elk with apple, pear, and Madeira wine. I have duck with jalapeno and bacon. I have smoked duck with apple brandy, uh, venison with blueberry and marlot, pheasant with cognac and cranberry. We have Kobe beef dogs, buffalo dogs, and that's buffalo like the animal, not like hot wings, like some lady asked me this week. 
uh, ostrich with pistachio. Um, let me think. I know I'm forgetting some, but I'm so damn tired. You know, some, but like some even our lemonade. I mean, we're doing lemonade in five flavors. Really? Yeah. You know, some people are listening to this or will listen to it, and they'll go, uh, well, that's because he's got a, you know, a truck, you know, a, a trailer. He's got a concession trailer, and that is untrue. If you will go back and listen to the episodes where we had um, Pocono Hot Dogs on, you can look up him on Twitter, Pocono Hot Dogs. He's, um, I'll give you three guesses where he is, um, and the first two don't even have to count. But it's Pocono Hot Dogs. And also look up Biker Jim in our radio archives. And you're talking Biker Jim and Pocono both do some exotic stuff. Biker Jim hit the nail on the head with it, has had stars visit his cart, serving it from a cart, not from a fancy food trailer. You don't have to have a fancy food trailer to do some of this. Now, obviously, you can't nine types of wild game, probably, but... Um, it's something you can add, wouldn't you say, Jason? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, if you only bring it in once in a while, um, you know, or bring in one a week or something like that, you know, and you know, it's uh, yeah, it, it's just trying different things, see what works. You know, try Italian beef. You know, you can get the aju and keep it on the pan, and you know, keep the roast beef you know, frozen in portion, and then you drop it in, 30, 45 seconds, done, slap it on a roll, you know, some, try something different. You could find something that really works for you and, you know, something that just puts that money up over the edge. Look at all these guys that now tried lemonade, and they're seeing it be 20, 30% of their sales for the day. Uh, you're exactly right. That The lemonade has helped me. I've done it um, three times now. And something else you want to, want to do and I don't spend full time so three times has been the last three times I've been out and so something else is that it doesn't have to be a new menu item any of the tips and tricks or anything you've got up your sleeve that you've been longing to try or too worried to change maybe an advertising trick or maybe um, doing a charity event or maybe calling a um, you know the next time you see in the paper a Neighborhood yard sale, you call them up, and you do that. It can be anything that you change up. You could advertise all of a sudden, just start advertising that you do a drop-off service. Do something different and see where it goes. Um, I would love to see people try these things new. I, I tried a um, – I wanted to tell you real quick um, – and then we're going to wake up Rob and, and see if um, what he's going to add to this. <laughs> I wanted to um, tell you, you know I'm big on charities and stuff like that, and, and often when I run my cart now, it's for a charitable deal. But you can still, even if you're just now starting out, you're still struggling, you're still tight on money, you can link yourself with a charity. And even if the charity doesn't have an event or any way for you to help right now, let me tell you what they will do. They will take money right now. So you could walk into the Humane Society today or your local safe space, which is a lovely charity to help. I love helping safe space. It, you can walk into one of them and say, listen, I'm a hot dog vendor. I own, um, you know, 
such and such hot dogs, hillbilly hot dogs down here, and I'm over here on Tuesdays, over here on Thursdays, and I just wanted to help out my community, and I can't do a lot, but here's $25. And all of a sudden, you may be only talking to one person. That's going to turn into you don't know who they know, and that could turn into a enormous amount of business for you. I met a mayor through that, through a safe space, by doing something like that. There are things you can do like that that will put you in a different circle of people that you would have never known, never been able to contact, never would have had any reason to contact. And so all of a sudden, you've got this event for this fundraiser or this event because because you went in unannounced, unasked, unrehearsed, anything, and you helped your community out by giving to a charity. And you don't have to do it a lot. And I know some vendors out there that are doing this right this minute. They're doing these types of things. One of them you've heard on the radio show is Darren Culbertson. He does stuff like this to give back, and it's it's turned into the point where he's turning away work. He is so busy that he's having to turn away work. And so anything you try like this, um, whether it be a menu item, whether it be a different way to advertise or market yourself, anything you do like that will put you in the running for this. And I wish you all luck, and I hope that that encourages you to try something new and then share it with us. Because uh, we want each of us, we want to see each other succeed. There's a good feeling that comes with that. Um, so let's um, let's ask Rob what he thinks. I'm just going to play the crickets till Rob picks up. Rob is uh, Rob there. Rob's got the Rob is here. <laughs> It's only a seven-second wave file that um, Brian sent me, but what, uh, I had to do it once and a half. What's your uh, question? Can y'all tell that Rob is tired tonight? We picked, <laughs> um, and then he's gonna—he knows he has to work hard to give away all these cards and stuff at ninety-eight percent off, and so, but it's—it's it's the price he's willing to pay for fame. Um. Rob, the question was, is 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 there – do you have any input in the fact of going out and having – doing something different to change up the the natural flow of things? You've gotten into a rhythm now. You're doing things a certain way. And I know you um, – every week you and I talk at least once or twice, and you always are coming up with new ideas and ways to do things and better ways, and, and you're not scared to try them. And what I was, what the point of this was, is to encourage others to do the same. And I would love it if you would share some of the things you've done recently to to not um, do the same things over and over, expecting different results. Well, you know, uh, like you said, I'm constantly looking at doing something different, trying something. Um, I've changed uh, condiments. I've Quit carrying so many condiments. If if uh, my thing is, if they're not asking for it, um, and I take it out fifteen twenty times, and they don't ask for the barbecue sauce, well, guess what? I'm gonna quit carrying the barbecue sauce. I'm tired of carrying it. Um, 
but that doesn't mean I'm not going to pick up something new and try it different, um, what have you. Again, doing the um, uh, promotionals, um, charging people for promotionals, um, promoting it as a promotional company, um, whatever it takes to, um, again, if you're just going out knocking on doors or having your location and you're, and if you've got a good location and you're knocking out, you know, five or six hundred dollars a day and working four or five days a week and everything's fine. But if you're struggling and, you know, you've got a $50 a day, you've got a $350 a day, you've got whatever, there's, uh, you've got to constantly look to enhance that. And uh, I do anyway. And, you know, there's other things you can do to, um, in this business that's not exactly just hot dogs. Uh, me and you talked about it earlier. Uh, I've noticed there's some really smoking good deals right now on used carts. Right. Now people are starting to get out of the business, and, um, you know, you could do nothing more than – because people are familiar, once you're in the hot dog cart business, you're familiar with hot dog carts. You're familiar with sneeze guards and propane tanks and wheels and tires and whatever else and where to get all the parts. You know well, that – You could buy them and clean them up, and, you know, I know a guy that I just um, helped out get a cart – and he bought a big dog, matter of fact, one of yours, used uh, here in North Carolina, with all the bells and whistles. It's got the sneeze guard, the grill, the griddle, the uh, cooler rack on the front, everything, 1600 bucks. I promise you, if he decided, I told him this. I said, if you don't get in the hot dog cart business, it doesn't matter. You can take that cart, clean it up, um, and put it back on Craigslist, and if you can sit on it, for two or three months, if you had to, guarantee you could sell that cart, that whole setup for twenty six hundred bucks, make a thousand dollars. So there's all kinds of ways to make money in this business. You just got to get creative and figure it out. Um, and don't again, like Ben says, don't get caught in the rut of just going and doing your thing. And you know, it's just like the caterings I do for this store promotionals. I go ahead and keep it very streamlined. I offer four drinks. That's it. Um, I offer two chips, a regular and a barbecue. Um, I offer like five condiments, mustard, ketchup, chili, slaw, relish, and onion, six condiments. That's it. And I give this when I give the proposal for the job. Uh, so I don't have to carry a bunch of stuff, and the, and the proposal I can knock out and do constantly. If anybody wants to see a proposal, I'll be glad to get one uh, sent to Ben, and we'll post it up on Learn Hot Dogs or something of kind of what I do when it comes to these store promotionals. But, uh, yeah, there's there's all kinds of ways to uh, enhance or, or change your business uh, by adding products. You know, again, take products away because when I one thing about business, I don't care what kind of business you're in, if you're wasting product, you're losing money. So you may need to streamline some of the stuff you're doing and do away with it, and it will make you more profitable. So think of it not only just switching things around, but maybe doing away with something that you're currently doing. Um, if you're carrying a drink, you know, I quit carrying bottled water on my cart, believe it or not, because I carried it every week, and I'm the one that wound up drinking it. I maybe gave one or two away a week, literally, with a meal. Really? So I yeah. quit carrying it. Yeah, I mean, I was amazed. I don't know why. I'm sure it's... Uh, demographics possibly, but I just don't do a lot of bottled water. It's the craziest thing, and I quit carrying it. Um, you know, it, it was going to waste, or like I said, I drank it myself, and it was just more stuff I had to order, buy, and carry, and deal with, and 
put on ice and so forth, and I just quick airing it. So, are you doing? So I added in since you added lemonade. Wrong. What about the lemonade? No, I said, is the decrease in water cells been due to the addition of lemonade? Could be, I guess. Um, you know, because no, I wouldn't think so because the people. Um, you know, I do a lot of soft drinks. You know, the uh, I sell lemonade for three bucks, so it, it, that three dollar price point. I sell a lot of single lemonades. I sell a few with the meal um, or with a hot dog, but I sell a lot of single lemonades. People walking up to the car, hey, let me get a lemonade, and that's all they want. And again, that's why I talk about adding something like a lemonade or a cotton candy or a bag of peanuts or something that um, you can sell that. Somebody and I got banners. I got banners, little bitty banners. They're they're they roll up. They're easy to the store. They don't get damaged easy, so forth. And I hang them on my umbrella. They say peanuts or they say popcorn or they say whatever it is I'm selling. So people riding by or walking by can see. Oh, he's got cotton candy. And I do that and I make a lot of sales off of cotton candy lemonade. And that's all I sell. I don't sell them a meal or I don't sell them a hot dog because I'm trying to catch anybody and sell somebody something. I don't care what it is, right. and that's how you enhance your sales and doing things like the little uh, banners. Again, they're about, I don't know, 24 inches long, 20 inches long by, I don't know, 8 inches, 10 inches tall, uh, just little small, little bitty banners um, that are made of banner material. They're printed. You can get them from whoever uh, that say cotton candy or say lemonade, and I hang them um, on the umbrella, you know, where the umbrella's uh, got all the, what is it, eight sides on the umbrella, uh, on the little flat side is where I put it, and then I'll put maybe four of them up um, and display them where people can see them that are riding by or walking by. Um, so, yeah, uh, look at all those little things. And, you know, if you're selling uh, certain things, great. If you're not, quit quit carrying them, quit doing them. Um, don't do the same thing over and over again if you're not making any money at it. Um, so that's my take on it. Living, I would still always be looking beyond. Still look beyond because you don't know what you're missing. You may be having $300 days every single day or $500 days. I, I know vendors that are doing four and $500 days every day for their three or four hours. And right. there's no reason to stop there. You may find out that you can go work two hours for $600. Bucks. Um, right. And so doing these things or you will find out a, something that may be – will give you more um, time and less hassle, like getting rid of water and barbecue sauce. There's things and reducing the amount of chips you carry. Um, right. Rob, I mean, just three weeks ago, you know, carried like 19 different brands of chips. So he found a fourth. He doesn't make us all look so bad now. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, do, I will admit I've got an advantage to some people on a vending company. So I have normally, I don't know, 30, 50, 60 different varieties of chips on my truck at any given time that I can easily just pull, throw on a chip clip. If they don't sell, I just throw them back on my truck and put them in a vending machine. So it's no big deal to me. Uh, where everybody else, you may want to streamline that down to maybe four choices, uh, a regular a barbecue, some kind of um, uh, Cheeto, type thing or a hot fryer, maybe something like that. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'm just lucky that I've got sources to either A, get them, or B, get rid of them. So uh, it ain't for everybody. I agree. Um, let's um, take a short little break, and we'll be back after these messages. 
um, with some more on this. สวัสดีครับผมนี่คือทอมครับผมจากเมืองไทยเราฟังสดนะครับรายการวิทยุ Hot Dog Vendor Radio ขอบคุณครับ Hey from Thailand this is Tom listening live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio we found his sites online looking for cool ideas to do for our father son team we saw Ben's carts and I emailed him and he emailed back Almost within only a few hours, so we really feel that he's bringing a great service to the market, and also he puts a lot of heart into his work. So I like that. We like that a lot. We hope to be able to be a part of the hot dog vending cart family. Yeah, thank you very much. Kapu and Kap. Take care. Bye bye. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. This information is given with the understanding that neither the host or the station is engaging in rendering legal, accounting, tax, or other professional advice. Since the details of your situation are fact-dependent, you should additionally seek the services of a competent professional. Get off the couch. Go to Ben'sCarts.com and get the scoop on free training, top-notch accessories, link over to the radio show and the blog. Plus, you can get Ben's tell-all book on how you can change your life forever. Hot dog, save my life. It's all available at Ben'sCarts.com. Be there. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. Want to be hot snot on a silver platter instead of that cold booger on a paper plate? Then go to Ben'sCarts.com and check out the free training videos. Link to the blog and connect to the radio show. And it's all free only at Ben'sCarts.com. Hey, folks, and welcome back to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I thank you for listening. You can call in to 424-258-9364 and listen in or press option one to talk to one of us. And we will try to answer your questions the best we can. I wanted to also um, tell you about the Twitter, um, or as my wife calls it, the Tweeter. And that is, um, I don't know much about it, but I do use it. And I don't use it much, but every time I I get an article from someone, um, I post it there, which automatically posts it over to Facebook. And so if you follow, um, if you go to Twitter, uh, or slash, I guess it is Ben's Carts. I think all you have to do is put at Ben's Carts on Twitter, and it finds it. So it's Ben's Carts, one word, basically. No spaces. And doesn't matter about capitalization. So I would love it if you'd um, be a tweeter follower. And also, um, I wanted to mention Pinterest, P-I-N-T-E-R-E-S-T. What it is is the word interest the money that your bank earns off of you on your mortgage with a P, 
in front of it. So it's interest with a P, pinterest.com forward slash Ben's Carts. And that's for any vendor. And check out all the pictures. Anytime somebody sends me a picture, I try to put it up there Um, every chance I get. Now, I also wanted to mention um, we have about eight days left, I think it is, on the live hot dog vendor training class. I used to do these a couple years back. And I tried to do them once a week. I um, yeah, I did that. I pulled that off for almost a year, and now I'm just um, too busy. I just can't do it. And so I'm doing this class. It's going to be a very comprehensive class. The other ones were shorter, you know, like an hour. This will go for three hours plus, and it is packed full of information. Um, if you're just getting started. Um, or thinking about getting started, it'll probably be the best money you could spend because we're going to cover it all. And so you can go over to learnhotdogs.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E, or live, um, both spelled the same way. So I wanted to mention that. Also, I wanted to um, let you know what you have here so that you can kind of wrap your heads around this. Um, None of us are making money from this. except for Rob. Rob makes money off the show somehow. I don't know how he does it, but he does. But just kidding. Um, Rob and Jason both work full-time jobs. They make their living vending. And many of the people, like Brian over at the blog, um, who are at the chat room and, and the blog and the forums over MFVA, these a lot of these people that help out do it out of the love for the humankind. They do it for you. They donate and give of their time to help us all. And I just wanted to put a special emphasis on the fact. We're not looking for anything, and this isn't like begging the question of, okay, now send $5 too. Um, we don't have any program like that. Uh, I wouldn't mind having one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, We don't have a program like that, nor do we plan to have anything like that. But my point was, is do you realize the information that you're getting? And I know these shows are long. It's a two-hour show, but it's jam-packed full of stuff. And you're getting to hear people's tips and tricks. And now that we've started this mastermind session, and it's going to be at the end of every show or towards the end of every show, where, where we share something that we normally wouldn't share or share a tip that we wouldn't think somebody else would know about, even though there's be there will be some that know. It's not like all the information I know I came up with on my own. I didn't. I learned from other vendors. I learned from experience. But most of the information you learn from others. And that's what's beautiful about this show. And I just want to thank um, and I know you know a lot of y'all would do the same and thank Rob and Jason and Brian and and all the people that help. Um, I know y'all would thank them if you could you know out loud on the show, but you can only hear me and Jason and Rob right now. And so I do want to say a special thanks to Rob and Jason for for taking two hours out. Of, and usually it's more than that because usually we meet before the show, we you know, or during the week, and we discuss what we're going to cover in the show. And so I do want to thank y'all for caring enough for other people and to care enough to not be worried about competition and not be worried about those things that you're willing to give of yourself and take time away from, you know, um, Jason's missing Oprah right now and he's having to record it on TiVo. And so these people are making sacrifices. And 
I just am proud to be associated with them, and I hope you are as proud as I am and as thankful as I am that they're willing to give of their time like that. And so, thanks, guys. Um, um I wanted. I'm to... just here for the cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here for the pits and the cool commercial. <laughs> I want I'm here to boost my ego and hear myself on the radio. You know what? Yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> um, worldwide. Um, my I'm, wife says, you know, you sound silly on the radio. Did you say that? Yeah, she said that. Okay. Well, you tell her no more Christmas presents from me. Um, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, we, you know, we have all these good commercials and, and, if y'all have been around for a while and been listening for a while, you know that the commercials sounded like crap before. And now they sound good. They sound like a professional did them because they did. And and they didn't cost. As far as someone took out of their time, Rob Harper, not Rob in Tennessee, not Rob in, in North Carolina, another Rob, Rob Harper, a, a soon-to-be vendor, took out his time and created these and even plays the music in most all of it, he actually can play all those instruments. And so it is just phenomenal to me that somebody would give of their time like that. And I want to thank Rob um, for doing that. Now, let's move on to the mastermind. We have about 30 minutes left in the show. And the mastermind section is it, it, you don't have to be, you know, a pro at vending, but you may have a tip or something you'd like to share, and we'd love to hear it. But tonight, um, if you notice, if you're online at Blog Talk Radio forward slash Ben's Carts, there should be like a slideshow going, like five pictures, I think, is all they allow you. And on those, I think four of those pictures are pictures that Jason, who's on the phone with us now, submitted, and. Jason, could you tell us what that's about and what that does for you? And the pictures I'm talking about, the pictures I loaded, in case you can't see them, are the pictures of the napkins in the trays. Uh, I was going to say, man, let me scroll back here and see what they were. <laughs> <laughs> the only one that stuck out in my head when I was watching them was Corey's uh, Maui dog from the other day. Um, let's see, what one did you got here? Uh, okay, so you got the, the steamy buns up there. I see those. Okay. Um, well, when we were talking about saving time, you know, me working at the car by myself, uh, except when we're at the winery or car shows, uh, I serve my single dogs on, you know, the fluted boat, and uh, I serve the meals in, a, you know, a three-pound fry tub. And uh, when it's slow, I just take my bed mats. I don't use full-size napkins, but I got tired of people taking, you know, by the handfuls or knocking the thing off the counter and, uh, when it's busy, I just can't stand grabbing stacks of napkins because I either get one or ten, never get anything in between. So when it's slow or I'm setting up, I uh, take those containers, I pull them out, pull out napkins, I pop two on each one and, you know, put another container on top, pop two more and keep going. And then that way when I reach over to grab rolls in a container or a tray, I've got everything I need right there. This way I'm not wasting napkins, I'm not having to stop and futz around with trying to, you know, separate 10 different napkins off there and give give the person one or two, you know, it just, it makes it a whole lot easier. And in fact, I was talking to Corey Lawrence and 
he takes it a step further and gave me a good idea for his to-go bags. He shoves his napkins in there and has them all set up and ready to go ahead of time, too. So that's just, you know, one more thing to cut down on the time and make it a little bit faster so you're serving a little faster. It's easier on you. It's faster for the customer in and out. And, uh, you know, it's just a nice way to do things. Works well for me. Well, anything you do like that. Now, were you going to mention your um, lemonade? Ah, okay. I want to talk about that. All right. Um, well, I don't know if all you guys use these, but I use the Ziploc tumblers. They're 32 ounce. They're clear with a blue lid. Uh, in the morning, I usually do eight setups. And I'll squeeze 11, pop the simple syrup in there, and uh, pop a lid on it. And I'm stacked over on the one side of the counter, and this way, when I get a little bit busier, it's just ice and water or flavor ice and water, shake and pour. And, uh, again, just, you know, one of those things, if it's slow, do something to help set yourself up for later when you get busy. And setting those lemonades up that way just allows me a little bit quicker service rather than having to cut the lemon, squeeze the lemon, then add the syrup. You know, it just it makes it go a little bit faster. And if I have a few people, the way it always seems to be that there's always a few at one shot, then if it's quiet after I wipe down a counter and stuff, I'll, you know, if I know I have a, a longer lunch service going, I usually know, you know, from the regular faces as how long my lunch is going to be. And I'll go ahead and pop a couple more lemons, cut them, squeeze them, and uh, do a couple more setups. And that way I've got it, you know, finished. And again, it's just that one thing that might make it a little bit quicker and allow you to get to that one other person a little bit faster. And, you know, it's the name of the game, serving fast. I know with the lemonade, people like to see you doing it. And you've even commented. Yep commented on that but in this situation where you prep some if somebody comes up and orders one you'll i would think you would obviously just make them one right then but you get somebody comes up and orders four real quick you could make one and do the three that you've already prepped and yeah. and speed things along because they really see it once and because part of that's eye candy the whole concept of fresh squeezed lemons I know it was Rob or um, you that told me recently that someone said, you're going to cut the lemon right now? I mean, you, you cut them right here? And, oh, yeah. And and people like that. People like to know yeah. they're fresh food. Oh, yeah. You know, no, I, I do this. I, I have a lot of regulars. You know, if I see somebody that, that's new, you know, I'll cut the lemon, let them see it. But uh, when you're dealing with a lot of regulars on a daily basis, they've seen it. They know what the price is. They know the process. Uh, they're more interested in getting their food and getting it fast and getting it consistent. So, uh, you know, if I have a lady, like the other day, I had a lady come up and lunch with two kids and, you know, the kids wanted to see it, then you go ahead and you do it. But if it's uh, regulars that have seen it and know the routine, it's just easy to grab a setup and make it and go. Consistent, fast, that's the name of the game. You know, um, you mentioned Corey had come up with the the idea he wanted to share tonight with his bags, preloading his bags with, you know, any condiment you're going to give him, you know, ketchup packs, napkins, whatever, and he puts them in a plastic tote. But he he also um, contacted me and sent me over another idea that he does, and this is just slick. I've never heard of it, and I can see why I haven't heard of it because it's such a good deal. But he talked to his soda distributor in town, so Coca-Cola or Pepsi, whoever the distributor is, 
And they have what's called repacks. And it's where those boxes get torn, the little 12 packs of soda, a box gets torn. They won't put those on a shelf because they can, you know, dump out all over the floor and a grocery store doesn't want that. So they repack them into, like, um, cases. Um, and then they sell them in these crates at, and normally to employees, but for as little as 20 cent a can. And he mentioned for the mastermind session tonight that that you may want to check with your distributor and ask them about the repack. See if it's something you can get your hands on. If it is, then fantastic. I get my beer free, the out-of-date beer um, for my cart free. All I have to do is call him up, and he'll go, yeah, I'll keep your case off to the side. Because after they pull them when they're out-of-date, um, they're to you know take them back and destroy them. But it's not an inventoried item, and it's not going to be used for human consumption anyway. I use them for my, um, you know, to pre-saturate my boiling water, which is going to. I'm going to try the simmering method. I'm going to simmer down. I know. <laughs> so thanks to Corey for that. I, that was two great tips, and I never considered doing that. I never considered doing what Jason did. Now I've worked a cart a lot, many, 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 many hours. And I never considered pre-doing the napkins. Um, it's a pain in the neck. When Jason called me this week, he said, um, hey, Ben, uh, you know when you grab them napkins off, do you usually get just one or two or you get like ten or eight or ten? And I said eight or ten. I always get like one or ten, man. I never get anything between. Yeah, you never get napkins. Um, it's just impossible to do. And so by doing that ahead of time is smart, and it speeds up your day makes things go smoother. Um, when you're standing in front of you know a line of customers, so that that's handy information. Um, Rob, do you have anything that is something that you do to cut down on your time each day? Do you prep anything? Do you do anything like that that you um, could share? Uh, yes. Um, if you are doing a festival or a lot of lemonades. Uh, pre-cut your lemons when you're not doing anything. So the night before, I squeeze everything to order if I'm doing, uh, you know, if you're even if you're doing like a little small festival and you're not doing just lemonade but you're doing the hot dogs and the lemonade, go ahead and take your plastic tote. You can buy, they don't have to be food thing, whatever, unless your health department requires it, then just go buy you, I buy clear plastic totes with the lid. Take and cut the ends off your uh, lemonades, cut them down the middle, and throw them in the tub and uh, just keep them in the cold or whatever um, overnight, and that way you're not uh, having to cut lemons. And then if you get a slow time and you are just keep your lemons cut up, um, that speeds things along. I really like Jason's idea. I think I'm going to try that this week. Um, I don't think I'll do eight. I'll probably do maybe four uh, ahead of time. Um, and I'll uh, to make it look good, instead of doing just the simple syrup and the lemon juice, I'm going to go ahead, once I squeeze out the lemon with the simple syrup in the blue or the container with the blue lid, I'm going to go ahead and throw the two rinds, uh, holes of the lemon inside there so it looks still looks fresh. I'm not going to, because I always put those in my cup anyway. Do you leave your holes in the blue cups or the blue lid cups? I um, I'm, um, Jason, I can't hear anything you just said. I don't know if everybody could, but yeah, I couldn't either. 
I drop them in right after we squeeze them. Like okay, yeah. And pop the lid on so it's in there. Exactly, yep. exactly. Um, I'm probably going to do that. I'll probably do maybe four of them ahead of time and then toss them in the cooler uh, with my ice. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's a good idea, actually, because those containers are pretty cheap, but they're just a uh, um, – I told you what brand to buy. What are they? I don't even remember. What brand are those things? Ziploc. Ziploc, yeah. Uh, they're kind of hard to find now. I understand they were discontinuing that size or something. But, you know, if you can still find them, they're the, the – I think they come in, what, two or three to a pack. Is it two to a pack, Jason? Two is two. Yep, two, two and they're 32 ounces. Mine online. Well, and probably three. World has them. You had to put two packs, but each one had three in it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I tried doing certain things like that ahead of time, like Jason said. Um you know, I um, my onions, like my the onions that I cook. Keep in mind, the thinner a piece of vegetable is, the smaller the piece, the quicker it cooks. So I cut my onions very thin, um, and so they cook faster. And I cook my onions to order. Um, I, I used to the health department. Onions a weird thing, people, when it comes to health departments. Um, onions is classified as a potentially hazardous food. Um, but it's real hard to keep a temperature on an onion, um, hot or cold, believe it or not. I mean, you can stick a thermometer in a thing of chopped onions, and hopefully you can get somewhat of a close temperature. But a cooked onion and trying to save a cooked onion long term and all that stuff uh, and then keep it at temperature that will satisfy the health department, I decided to heck with that. It's easier for me to keep them cold and then cook them to order. So I pre-slice everything real thin, toss it up on a hot griddle, and it's, cooks up, you know, within a couple minutes. It's not that big a deal. I mean, obviously, you can't caramelize in two or three minutes. Um, right. Not really, but um, what, I have, what I've done, and I've done this for at least two years now, is I'll pre-cook ahead of time. If I know I'm going to do uh, this fundraiser or this uh, event, I will pre-cook my lemons. I mean, my lemons. I'll pre-cook my um, – I haven't tried the slicing thin. That makes better sense. And if I do the – I'll pre-cook them down, and then I'll bag them in like um, enough to fill my little skillet of oh, yeah. cooked onions. And then I just dump them in, pour a little bit of coke in there, and I'm ready to go. All they right. got to heat up. They got to come to temperature. Yep. You can pre-cook your onions. That's another thing I thought about doing was pre-cooking um, onions and then put them back at cold temperature. That'll satisfy the health departments. Um yep. So you can do that too. Um, as a matter of fact, I didn't know this till Jason told me. You can, you can't freeze a regular raw onion, but you can freeze cooked onions, and they'll hold over fine, like a par cooked onion. Um, well, what I do is when I'm when I'm doing onions, because um, he was serving all the sausages, we also serve pepper and onions. Peppers and red greens, cook them basically three-quarter like we did for pizza, and uh, we have those bagged, and then I cook down the onion about three-quarter. And then I can either mix onions with peppers or if I need sweet onions, I can mix them with Coke and skillet on the grill. And, now, you know, add a little brown sugar and then some cream cheese, and bam, more sweet onions very quickly. I've got two two things I want to point out. One, you mentioned it, is never freeze onions. You can slice them up and freeze them, and you will have a nasty mess. They aren't worth nothing if you freeze a raw onion. Um, dehydrated onions, 
par cooked onions, cooked onions, okay to freeze, but don't freeze uh, a raw onion. Um, the other thing is, and Jason touched on it, I think there, um, we lost you part of that, Jason. Um, I'm sorry. But there's, when you, I, I cook mine all the way down now, or all but all the way down, and I double bag them in Ziploc bags, the, the gallon yeah, bag. what's with What's with onions leak out of Ziploc bags out of the corners? I don't know, but they not only leak, but they smell. And, you know, if you're not using your commissary to store those in and you're using your home refrigerator, unless you want your milk and your and your everything else in your fridge to smell like caramelized onions, don't put them in the fridge unless you've double bagged them. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, it's one way to piss off the wife. <laughs> we, I now have another fridge. You know, it's a big commercial type fridge that I can put stuff in. But um, my gosh, when I first started out, um, I wasn't always able to make it to the commissary, and and so I would put my onions in the fridge, and I was putting the raw onions in there, and oh my god, smell so. Um, Keep that in mind. It may save you a little time. Um, another thing is, is we're talking about caramelized onions. If you want to know, I've got a video at learnhotdogs.com forward slash bonus videos together, those two words together. And you will find a video, I think it's the very first one, where I show you exactly how you even get to see me cutting them um, in my commissary at home. And... Uh, you will see me cut the onions and cook them down on the cart. I usually cook them down in the kitchen, but I cooked them down on the cart because that's how I started. And so I show you that method in an iron skillet, and we cook them all the way down. And it's a long process if you don't pre-cook them. Rob's idea is brilliant, doing thinner onions. I don't know why that never occurred to me. It just never occurred to me to cut them thinner. But I'm see, I, I learned something tonight. I like this mastermind stuff. Um, I didn't even have the button ready for the crickets, but I quit talking and nobody's saying, I should have had my cricket button ready. Um, let's see. Did we have anything else that we wanted to share, um, tonight? We, we have about, um, 10, 12 minutes left. And so if you... Well. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, earlier I talked about, you know, don't be afraid to change up the menu and try some different things along that line. Uh, for the last visit to the winery this past Saturday, we brought in cheesecake on a stick dipped in dark chocolate from Vienna. Okay, let me. And, uh, hey, Jason, let me stop and repeat what you just said because I don't know that anybody heard that. I understood it um, just because I've already heard you. You told me about it. But Jason tried something new on his cart at the winery. He brought in cheesecake on a stick. Um, and it's real cheesecake on a stick. And it reminds me of that comedian. On a stick. Chili pepper. <laughs> and so um, keep going, Jason, and I may stop you again if the audio messes up. Uh, no problem. Uh, if Brian can pull up a link for uh, Wonder Bar. Or as they pronounce it, Wunderbar. Bar. Um, but we, you know, we tried it. They had a raspberry wine that they were featuring, and 
you know, the, the winery owner wanted something to with with the raspberry, and you know, I had to search around and find something, and well, apparently the cheesecake goes really well with it with the chocolate. So uh, after talking with Jimmy, I got a couple cases of that came in, and they're they're boxed and pre-wrapped. And uh, at first, I thought it was ice cream, but it's not ice cream. It's actually Chicago cheesecake on a stick with the graham cracker crust and all, dipped in chocolate. And I'll tell you what, people went absolutely nuts for it. This is a and, uh, what would you say? This is a Vienna product. Well, it's uh, distributed by Vienna, okay. and uh, you know anybody that's buying Vienna can get it, you know, from them. Uh, I think Brian posted a link here. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Yep, Vienna's got it on the site. It's called their Wonder Bar, and uh, you know it's literally you know cheesecake on a stick, man. And uh, they also have cherry dipped and. Uh, Chocolate chip dipped in dark chocolate, cherry dipped in dark chocolate, and then the original plain dipped in dark chocolate. So we're going to try some of the other ones. But, uh, again, just something, you know, different to try. And the winery owner totally freaked. She was thrilled that we would go, you know, above and beyond to find a product to go with that wine that she was featuring for the weekend. The customers were thrilled because it was something different. Uh, when they saw that it was cheesecake and then it was cheesecake on a stick, you know, that just created a whole other, you know, round of, you know, people talking and things. And then uh, at one point we had a bachelorette party show up at the winery and uh, the first crowd kind of ate and was drinking and everything. So to kickstart some more sales on it, I went over and gave one to the bride-to-be underneath the pavilion there where all the people were and made a big deal out of, you know, oh, well, now he had you know, the brat and the Kobe dogs, now you got to have some dessert on us, you know, congratulations on your upcoming nuptials. And I said, well, here's our new cheesecake on a stick. I made sure I said that loud enough so everybody heard it. And literally, we gave that to her, it took her a minute to open it up, and they were all talking about it. Have you ever wondered why the guy selling hot dogs always seems so happy? Hello, Mrs. Smith. Hello, Mr. Johnson. Can I interest either of you in a hot dog? Do you want to find out why? LearnHotDogs.com. Get free video training, earn points, and get free stuff. Read Ben's hot dog blog and more. The premier source for hot dog vending information. Go to LearnHotDogs.com. You're grooving live with HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio with Ben and Rob. Come on, y'all, let's take a ride. Faster than a speeding bullet? Not likely. From high atop the Great Smoky Mountains, it's Ben. Spreading truth, justice, and the American way with his trusted sidekick, Rob, it's HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Over one hour of real guests, real vendors, and the real truth about life, lemonade, and the pursuit of a good wiener. Brought to you by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. So stay tuned, sit back, and enjoy the show. Here's Ben. Hey, folks, we're back live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We were having some audio trouble, and I couldn't understand anything that Jason was talking about. I heard, I got to the part about a wedding party 
and um, it just went crazy. And I assume everybody was hearing the same thing I was. Um, Rob, were you? That damn good. I don't know if Rob was hearing the same thing, but it was horrible, Jason. Um, can you pick up where you left off about the you? There was a wedding party. I remember catching. Okay. That. All right. Uh, what I was saying was, you know, the winery owner was happy. Uh, customers were happy. Basically, you know, we had a. They come in waves to the winery. It seems like because we're usually following the wine trail from place to place. And uh, the first round had come through and was kind of eating, finishing up. Uh, limo pulled up with a bachelorette party, and so to, to jumpstart the sale to the cheesecake again, what I did was I went over and thanked the bride to be for coming and that kind of stuff, and said, "Well, now you know you had your Kobe dog and that kind of stuff. Now you got to have dessert on us. Here's our cheesecake on a stick." And I made sure I just said it loud enough that everybody under the pavilion heard me and ears perked up, especially the women. And they all looked at the box, passed around. Next thing you know, she hands, the girls are trying it, raving about it. Well, bang, here come the people. Sold basically another case of cheesecake. Oh. So it, it works well. So the the you said the owner of the winery was just ecstatic with the fact that you went above and beyond by bringing in cheesecake. Um, yep, just to go with that wine, to go with that raspberry wine that were they were featuring for the weekend. You were already doing exotic dogs, and um, I cannot wait to get your um, setup and eat. Um, my wife will eat the cheesecake, and I'll eat. Um, I'm going to try all your sausages and dogs. So, um, folks, we have about five minutes left, and we have, um, I think, I think Rob is still with us. And I guess, really, I'd like to reiterate the fact that it, you will go above and beyond and try something new. You, it increases your odds of winning the cart. Um, all of those people, I've gotten a bunch of emails this week from people going, um, the point system's gone, and it is gone. And I apologize, but it was causing, it was wreaking havoc with people, and more people were mad about it than were happy about it. So if it was working for you, that's fantastic. But what I did is took the people that had been top posters and had been posting and building points towards the entry for the cart giveaway that we're doing in December for Ben'sCarts.com. Um, if you want to see the cart we're giving away, go to Ben'sCarts.com, pull up the cash cow cart, and it's going to be sinks and all on it. Um, so it, it's a sexy cart. You'll love it. Um, it's the biggest little cart out there. And um, anyway... All those people are automatically entered, entered. I do want to thank those people. We do have a new um, method for commenting on the site now, and it's easier. There is no – once you've done it once, you don't ever have to log in over and over and over and over. It recognizes you. So um, once you leave a comment, and I would appreciate any of you leaving comments um, on the site because it helps the site grow. It gives it – what I call Google juice. Google's little robots, these little things, see activity. And when you comment, that is leaving activity that I call Google juice, and it helps promote the page. And so I would love it if you would help promote the page, whether you send a link to a friend or you go down and comment about an article or you listen to one of the um, the hot dog card, you know, hot dog answer man podcast, any of that stuff. 
um, feel free to comment, leave a suggestion, um, wish somebody well, whatever's in there. And I would thank you for that. Hey, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, changing things up, uh, did Corey tell you he switched locations? No. The uh, location he was at, um, they started kind of breaking his chops a little bit, and he talked to his customers, which is a good thing. And, you know, he's got a pretty loyal following now, and he had people actually out there driving around looking for locations for him. And I'm not quite sure how he came to the one location, but he is now basically on the outskirts of the college. And I apologize, I don't know the name of the college he's near. Uh, but he's right on the outskirts, and he's doubled his sales per day. Uh, students are now coming back to campus. They're all hanging out there. They're texting friends. Uh, and I believe, I don't know if it's this week or next week, they're, uh, the school gives tours via bus. He's got the bus drivers pointing them out where he's at. Oh, here he goes, uh, Missouri S&T, the college. So, uh, you know, college campus DJs from a radio station are coming down to see him. But, you know, again, he, you know, could have cried and whined and got all worried about it. But instead, he talked to his customers and said, hey, you know, do you know a place we can go? And look what happened. The guy's doubled his sales for the day. Right. Now, once these kids come back into college, I mean, I told him, I said, geez, Corey, you're going to need a day and a night staff. So he's got a friend that, you know, got laid off also that might wind up working for him. So here he took a bad situation and two great things came out of it. His buddy might have a job with him, and he's doubled his sales. He is smack in the middle of the summer, and he's doubled his sales at a college? Well, right at the edge of the college, yeah. He's not allowed on campus, but some of the students are kind of in an uproar about that, and they're talking about a petition to get him on campus to go up against food service. and you know, So he, he's doing well. He's going to have to come on and tell us about this um, location change, how he found it, what encouraged him to do it. I'd love to hear that. Um, I'm, congrats. Let's see if we can get him for next week. If you're, if you're listening, Corey, that, that's fantastic. Congratulations, and I cannot wait to see what you do once the school fills up. That should be, what, September the colleges start filling back up? I don't know. They start, I believe, next week. They start you know, coming back on campus and getting ready. Huh. I can't wait to get my doggy shirt. I, I'm printing uh, Lemonade Brothers this week, and I, I, there's a, apparently an exchange going on, you know, swapping swag. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we have um, we have speaking of shirts and stuff and hats. There is a new partner coming on that contacted the Mobile Food Vendor Association, and they will be announced soon. And have um, prices that will blow your mind on shirts and flags. Those big old um, what are they called? Feather flag, feather banner. Flag. Yep. Those work well, man. They are an awesome, awesome way to advertise your car or trailer. They're going to be on, and we'll have pictures up on the blog and over, um, I assume, over at the Mobile Food Vendor members-only section that will have information on them coming soon. I want to thank everyone for joining with us tonight for another episode of Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Um, I want to thank Jason and Rob um, for for giving of their time so freely and um, happily and for all the good information. I thank um, Brian for being our link master over in the chat room. I need to get um, Brian in to help moderate as well. Um, I know that we were short a moderator. Anyway, um, 
if if you have a question, comment, please go to forward slash feedback. That's learnhotdogs.com forward slash feedback. We'd love to hear from you and um, and look forward to talking with you in the future. If you have an idea for a show, leave that too. Y'all have a wonderful night, and we appreciate you a bunch. Have a good night, guys. Bye, guys. Brought to you by the Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Also by the letter H and the number 4. Tune in next week for more of the very best vendor information money can buy on HDVR. Hot Dog Vendor Radio.